That was the introduction theme song from Monday Night Raw back when it debuted in 1993. That's going to play a significant part of this story here on the November 28th edition of the North Spring Sessions podcast with DK. I'm Dustin Kennedy. Thank you for joining me here tonight. So I did one of these earlier tonight about 5 o'clock, and I hated it. I didn't feel right about it the entire time. I, did, I thought it sucked. Um, I had to stop two or three times. The ladybugs, something, my allergies. I had to stop sneeze a couple times. Had a meltdown with that like I do out here a couple times. My wife came in. Lindsay came in and joined me. And um, I don't know. I didn't like it. And I, I had to go to town for a little bit. And I come back. And by the time it had uploaded, I got just enough service to uh, kill the download. I said, nope, I ain't putting out that crap. Um, we'll put out a better show than that. So here I am again, late night, as always, um, putting out a putting out a podcast and feel better. I was a little on the tired side earlier, and um, it's never good to have this much energy at this late at night. But either way, so yeah, Monday Night Raw went went last night. Um, I thank everybody that. If you're listening to this, more than likely you follow me on most social media and you saw everything that transpired last night at Raw with me and Bayless. Of course, my seven-year-old, for people who don't know me as well, that sit front row at the uh, at the Raw. Had those tickets back since maybe September. Bayless's fourth time at a WWE event. Um, so just give a little history because it's all going to come into question. You know, we can't just live normal, happy lives in America, you know, these days, you know, everything with the internet just has ruined <laughs> everybody. And so I've been a wrestling fan my whole life. I think most people know that. If you listen to One Lane Road podcast, Lucas Hickman hated that I love wrestling that much. And I love that Lucas hated it because we always had a, a, a really good, uh, you know, fun back and forth about that. Um, now, do I watch it now? No, I'm a pretty casual wrestling fan these days. I, I, I can watch a three-hour Monday Night Raw. I, I hate that it went to three hours all those years ago. I can watch a three-hour Raw in about 20 minutes. The same for a two-hour SmackDown, 10, 15 minutes. I fast-forward through a lot. Uh, I just can't relate to it. Obviously, I'm, I'm older. Um, it doesn't have the characters it had to it. There's more to do in life than there was in the 90s when you're growing up. But whatever excuse is, I, I just don't love it. But I've always loved going to it live, um, and, and you know, and uh, so I, I went to my first WWF event in maybe 1991. My grandpa Barry Kennedy took me uh, down to the Murphy Center at MTSU. He loves telling the story where I got so fired up that um, that I, I actually ran down the uh, down the steps because the referee kept turning his back, letting the bad guy. Do do a dirty deed on the on the good guy, and I and I, by God, I'd had enough, and I was heading heading down to uh, make things right with the official. Uh, now he likes to tell it was Hulk Hogan, and it very well could have been. You know, my grandpa's got a great memory. I felt like it was the British Bulldog versus Mister Perfect Kurt Henning when I was getting pretty irate, but I've never been just a diehard Bulldog fan, so maybe it was Hulk Hogan because that was my dude for sure. Uh, no, I was timid. I was a real bashful kid. That more on that that will come into the story later. But uh, people that know me now, obviously, I, um, if you talk to me in any public scenario, I'm, I, you've seen me at the dollar store, brother, I'm keeping you for 30 minutes. Um, you know, I talk on basketball broadcast. Obviously, I'm talking to you on a podcast. I'm not the most introverted person ever. But when I was six, I was. When I was seven, I was. Eight, you know, my grandpa, I, 
and you know those pictures he made me go down like we were in the first level like the hundred level right and he made me go down to the first little uh, step up from the like when you're coming from the floor stepping up to 100 level he took me there maybe i was a 200 level where i was at but anyway i was in front of people i was in front of a ton of people and he made me take a picture here i was holding like a hulk hogan bear um Hulk Hogan t-shirt on, Hulk Hogan in the background. I'm just looking like I hate life because I didn't want all those people looking at me. And so, like, I'll get more on that later. But he would take me to a couple events down in Murfreesboro. My Aunt Rhonda took me to one when I was about the same age. She took me and some buddies from, from Hermony Springs down to Bridgestone Arena when it first opened in, like, 1997. Um, Don Asbury, uh, me and Don have – have went to so many wrestling events together. And then once I had kids, obviously, um, me and Waylon have ran thick to WWF or WWE events for years and years. He's done meet and greets with me. He's went to Raws, SmackDowns, pay-per-views. Uh, you know, and, and Waylon's you know 17 now. So when I got these tickets, uh, you, you don't want to not include Waylon, but then, like, I know Bayless is in, and Bayless is a pretty casual WWE fan, too. Like, we'll sit in and watch a Raw and SmackDown, but he's just not diehard like I was at that age. Um, but then again, it was a different time period. Like everybody watched wrestling. Everybody watched Hogan and Randy Savage and the Ultimate Warrior. Not everybody's watching Seth freaking Rollins. Who I, you know, I don't blame him. You know, it's um, it's just not got to me. It's just different. You can't compare what happened in 1990 to 2023, and the athleticism has went way up. But you know, I'm not here to critique wrestling. <laughs> you know, it's not that serious. Um, but. Uh, but, yeah, so Waylon is now 17. You know, he's in the middle of his basketball season. So when I'm buying tickets, I have to take that into account that he, you know, he doesn't have a game, but he's probably got a practice he can't miss. Um, you know, he's got – he works. So, yeah, me and Bayless. And that real that middle child thing is real, y'all. I, I really truly believe that, you know, because Waylon's the older one's always had all the praise heaped upon him. You know, Jack's the baby, even though he's a turd right now. He's going through a pretty – wild stage where he's just a turd um he's still the baby so bayless is left somewhere in the middle so i like to do things with just me and bayless uh i really really concentrate on trying to do that whether it's just you know me and him riding the range or me and him playing video games together i want him to feel uh because just because he is very introverted and he, and he you can't tell when he's happy you can't tell you you can only tell when he's pissed because he buddy you know when he's pissed right so I, I try to do little things for Bayless, sometimes more than the other two, just just because I feel like he needs it, right? And so when I bought these tickets, the backstory on these is, um, I wanted front row. I've always wanted seats one and two by the entrance. Um, me and Waylon and Lindsay and Don got to sit front row about 2012 to a raw, and it was really cool. Um, and then January 22, I was buying tickets or earlier than that, but I was buying them for the January 2022 SmackDown. And seats one and two, I had a pre-sale, and seats one and two were there. I was like, oh, man, I want to sit there. A little more than I wanted to pay, so I go around, I, I, I shop for other tickets. Seats five and six in the same section keep popping up, and they keep popping up. So I thought, and it was the same price. So I finally said, screw it. I'm just going to get seats five and six. And then I immediately regretted it because, they were like again, they were the same price. So I could have sat at the dream seats one and two, and didn't got there that night saw the people in one and two just having the time of their life i thought I, i'm gonna sit in those seats eventually because i want to give my kids that 
Uh, Bayless is so spoiled now because when he sit, seat, sat in seat five and six and when we walked in last night, he was like, Daddy, you remember that time we sat way up there? And I was like, I mean, you were in 105. You're in the double letters, but, I mean, <laughs> you were 105. It's a pretty damn good seat still. Um, so, yeah, he's he's bougie. He, he's, he's front row or nothing, I guess. So, anyway, so I've had these seats since September, right? So we get in there and – we do the deal. You know, we've got the shirts. He's got the New Day. He loves the New Day. I went classic Razor Ramon, uh, my second, probably second, third favorite pro wrestler of all time, Scott Hall. Um, so, you know, we got in there and got something to eat early, got to our seats. And let me tell you, a kid gets tired. I mean, Bayless is, Bayless, you know, he, he zonks out pretty, pretty early. So I tried to get him to take a nap from driving down. And that's the thing, again, uh, trying to spend extra time with him every time we go somewhere like i love going to dave and busters i could play arcade like if i won the lottery tomorrow it wouldn't be the first thing i'd buy but one of the first 10 purchases i'm buying i'm buying the arcade the jurassic park arcade no ands ifs or buts about it i am i'm gonna buy the big jurassic park arcade game we love it i get pissed when i go in there and we're limited time and there's and there's people in there Kids or adults, it don't matter. I get pissed because I'm like, all right, your time's up. You've died three times. How many times are you going to redo your card? It's over, bud. You can't kill the damn T-Rex. Get out. Let me and my boys try it. I've been playing that arcade for like 20 years, and I swear that would, that would be the a first five to ten purchase if I win the lottery, Jurassic Park Arcade. I'll make room for it up here in the man cave. Um so we did the whole Dave and Buster's thing because when we do take them, it's a train wreck. Trainwreck.com, anytime you take, try to take Jack and Bayless together anywhere because they're close in age, four and seven, but they're, it's just a holy terror because J Bayless wants to do this line of games. Jack wants to do this. Then Jack can't gets mad because nobody wants to do what Jack's doing. So he goes over to Bayless, ruins Bayless's t uh, good time, ruins everybody's good time. Jack, come on, Jack. Stop being the baby of the family. But um, So I've just been telling Lindsay, I said, I really just want to take Bayless and down to Dave and Buster's or some arcade where you can just be me and him um, because Jack just, you know, I mean, he's little, so he can't do a lot of things that Bayless can do. And so we done that. I, I, I took off a half day. I took some vacation time and went and got him from school early. You know, he's doing good in school, so try to reward him and spend a day together and do the, do the Opry meals, do the Dave and Buster thing. Then we get down to wrestling. He's like, how much more time? I was like, it's like 40 minutes, buddy. It's going to be a minute. You're going to have to sit here and, uh, and and just chill out before the show. So anyway, it comes on. I'm not going to bore you with all the details. But, like again, if you follow me, you saw it. You saw the social media. Randy Orton kicks off the show. Uh, big ovation. I wasn't – like, it's crazy, like, what I spent on these tickets, like, because I had to buy them on the secondary market. I'm almost ashamed to tell you, like, how much I spent on them. But – um, you know, the bottom line is I've watched it literally since Hogan slammed Andre. It's my first wrestling memory watching it on VHS uh, when I was a kid, right after it happened. And of all the times I've went to wrestling shows and couldn't afford good tickets or whatever and decided to finally splurge on these, and I'm like, oh, well, Cody Rhodes is cool, but Jay, Jay Uso is cool, but you got to think, I grew up in uh, Hogan, Flair, Savage, Warrior. Then I lived in the Brett, Sean, Austin, Rock, Angle, Taker. I mean, big, big names. And I'm supposed to be like, I spent all this money for Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn. 
you know, no disrespect to any of those guys because I, I do actually enjoy Cody and, and, and Uso, but on a grand scale of things, you know, not the superstars a lot of us grew up watching. I mean, you know, to be honest. So then over the weekend, Randy Orton and CM Punk both make their returns to WWE. Okay, cool. That's, that's some star power. That's, that's some big names. And so Randy Orton kicks it off. Bayless has seen Waylon collect autographs. You know, he goes up in Waylon's room and sees all the autographs Waylon has. Because me and Waylon, we were, we were at, man, we Titans training camps. We did wrestling conventions, uh, meet and greets at, at book, you know, book signings, whatever, man. Me and Waylon and Lindsay, to a lesser extent, we were there. Like from the time Waylon was six years, you know, four years old until, I mean, I'm still going, you know, I, still, I took Bayless and Jack to, you know, Nashville this week or this um, year for some conventions. And, you know, you just try to do things for your kids, right? So Saturday we were at Walmart and he said, there was just one rag, and it was kind of ragged already. The box was already showing some wear and tear, um, to where like we got. I told Lindsay, I said, "I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna buy this," because Bayless said, "Oh, Daddy, Randy Orton." I was like, "Oh yeah, did you? You know, he's coming back. Remember, uh, you know, when you saw the other day, he was coming back." And he's like, "Yeah, can we buy it?" And I said, "You know, I said we've well, already got two or three Randy Orton action figures." And he goes, "Yeah, but what if I get it signed?" You think he'd sign it for me, Daddy? And I said, well, I don't know, son. I mean, well, I'll get it, and we'll see. And uh, I assume Lindy said, no, that thing's $22. If y'all don't get that signed, we're bringing it back, bringing it back and get our money. The damn box is ripped already. I was like, I don't matter. You know, I said, he's he just going to try to get it signed. He'll keep it. And I said, we can, we can glue or tape the box back, whatever we got to do. Um, so I told him beforehand. I was like, is he going to – I printed some 8x10s for him because he was like – pulling out his New Day action figures and his Seth Rollins action figures. and Everybody's like, Daddy, I guess I could get him to sign the back of my action figures. I was like, ah, oh, buddy, you don't want him to do that. You know, you're, you know, it's not going to have a good signature and you, you play with them anyway. I said, I said, no, you've never really wanted to get any, get any autographs or anything. He goes, yeah, but you and Waylon always did. And, you know, I, I like to do some. I said, well, I'll print you some photos off. I'll find some cool images of these guys, all the good guys that I think might hang out after the show. I said, boy, I said, but they don't do it during live Raw, buddy. I said, they're on television. They've got cameras on them. They're, they're concentrating on their television show. I said, they usually do them. I said, you remember when you met Big E and Kevin Owens at SmackDown? I said, it was after cameras stopped rolling. I said, so, uh, you know, that's when they're going to do the, all the good guys, meet the crowd stuff. I said, so don't worry about autographs and stuff during Raw. I said, just go high five, give fist bumps, have a big time. And he, he kind of fussed with me back and forth and I knew you know a raw I mean I've been around watching it long enough that I knew it was going to kick off with Orton or, uh, or Punk it's one of the two so we had an act, the action figure of Randy and an 8x10 um, and then an 8x10 for CM Punk and he was like going through getting I was like hey man listen remember what I said and he goes oh no but I mean I can try I said dude you don't be that guy I said come on buddy I said, just wait till I said they'll come back out. I said they're gonna do some stuff later on. They'll come back out. He goes, fine. <laughs> Let me tell you, Randy Orton's music hit on Raw, and Bayless jumps down, grabs that action figure, and before I know it, it's in Randy's face. No thank, no hey please, which kills me. Right, it kills me. He don't didn't say please or hey, can you sign this? But he's so, he's just so bashful, and then to be in that situation, it's a rushed environment. 
Randy come right up to him because we're right there. He's the last person he'll see before he gets in the ring. And Bayless just, you know, throws it in his face. And uh, I'm going to play the audio. And I, I think it's going to be really hard for you to hear the audio because this is recorded from uh, – let me just see if you can, you can hear it. So there was he, he he sees Bayless, got the action figure out. He goes, What's your name, kid? Bayless says, Bayless. He goes, Braden? Bayless. <laughs> and completely signs it. We can't tell if the figure says Braden or Brandon. Then he goes, you know, obviously he says, There you go, kid. And Liz gives him the fist bump. So really, really cool moment. I was fangirling as a dad, sitting there trying to get all the pictures. I didn't even say thank you to Randy. I wished I would have. Um at the time I didn't, at least. And I was just trying to snap pictures for memories for my kid. You know, he's sitting there getting his action figure signed. I'm just sitting there behind, completely trying to stay out of the shot of the camera, getting pictures of the him signing the figure, the fist bump, the whole deal. Really cool moment. And my phone starts blowing up. About 7.05, my phone's blowing up. People sending me videos, uh, you know, videos, text. Hey, dude, I saw you. I saw you. Like so many people, probably 20 people, uh, sent me some sort of uh, – engagement there just saying hey man that was really cool saw you on there and uh uh then the internet happened <laughs> then the internet happened some wrestling uh action figure post on twitter posted the video and says uh, you know uh randy orton signs an elite wwe elite figure for a kid front row boy and i didn't know it you know i i was responding to you guys a few of you um, I waited. I, I tried to wait till the end, you know, closer to the end of the night, to make sure my battery would be good enough. Or during a, a boring match, I would interact so I wouldn't take it away from time with me and Bayless. And Lindsay says, "I'm about to lose my shit on some people." And I said, "What are you talking about?" And she said, "There's damn people on the internet. They're so stupid, you know, and all this stuff." And I said, "Oh God, what are they saying?" And she started like screenshotting some of them to me. I said, "Okay, Lindsay." I said, "People suck, but who cares?" She goes, what just bothers me? It's a freaking kid. It's our kid. Like, why are people? And I was like, they're who? Ca-? She's like, are you not gonna say anything? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? No, I'm not gonna. I was like, honey. And me and Curtis Rich, it's so crazy because everything that went through my mind, Curtis texts me, basically, and we, I just agreed so much with him. That I'm just gonna say we both said it. Like, I don't care what people think about me around here, to a certain extent, right? I mean, you, everybody wants a certain level of acceptance, I guess, or wants to be liked but at the end of the day i i don't need more friends you know i mean i like people but obviously but i'm i'm not begging i guess i'm not begging for new friends in my age is what i'm trying to say right and if people in my real life don't like me then you know hey we have some sort of misunderstanding do you think i care what one single internet troll thinks about me taking my kid to Monday Night Raw to make memories. I could care less what the neckbeards are saying about me on the Twitter X machine. Uh, but she kept on. Then it, then it does get to bother me, right? Because I am a, I'm, I mean, I'm a human being too. And like, you want to be like, why? Why are you being mean to a kid? Um, and what's funny is all these, tr- all, you know, it, it, the comments got to being like, oh, he's just selling it. Um, a lot of people were like, 
Good for the kid. Oh, you mean the dad? Oh, that was such a wholesome moment for that kid. Yeah, until his dad says sells the figure on eBay. Oh, that kid was so was so shy. Yeah, probably because he don't know who Randy Orton is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> excuse me. Then Cody Rhodes came out later, and Bayless before I knew it, I was like, hey, dude, I remember, just high fives. You know, because like New Day stiffed him, and Lindsay's like, I can't believe the New Day stiffed him. I was like, don't beat the internet, people, Lindsay. They stiffed him because they were heading in for a match. Like, it's live television. They were in a gauntlet tag team match. They can't just stop and sign for a seven-year-old or acknowledge a seven-year-old. Kofi looked at him. You know, he made a face at him. But then Cody was the next person that uh, interacted with him, and Bayless just plopped an 8 by 10 I said, do not do that this time, buddy. He's like, I want him to, I want him to sign my autograph. I said, they seem grateful about it. But, again, that's just Bayless because he's so bashful. And I know he didn't look like it, throwing stuff in their face. But I was all about fist bumps, high fives, living in the moment with him. I was going to take the pictures. Well, Cody stops, turns towards the camera, signs the autograph, and gives it back to Bayless. Really cool. Then what do you think happens? This little uh, – this kid, Bayless got called an mf on Twitter. This little fucker just got another autograph from Cody this time. And somebody's like, oh, bet. Bet, he, bet, bet watch this. Watch this. When he gets punk, you know he's going to get punk. And – you know, I don't know. I don't know what the right or wrong thing about this is, but then people's like, um, people started saying, you know, well, yeah, we're selling it. Well, here's the thing. The funny thing about it is he signed the damn figure, Braden or Brandon. And, yes, I know. I'm fully aware of the autograph game. That can be wiped off. And then you've got Randy Orton autograph. Except, hey, newsflash, we're not selling it. <laughs> it's for Bayless. Then people were saying, Okay, how are you going to get something signed that it's in black Sharpie? You know, it's paint pen all the way. Well, I'm, I'm looking over my man cave right here in my, man, in my man cave. I've got a Eddie George. Um, Sorry. I've got an Eddie George, a Marcus Mariota, a Jerry the King Lawler, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, all action figures. Um, They're in paint pen. I've had Undertaker figure in paint pen. It's... You know, I get it. And then people started talking about the box. Um, so the box, like I said earlier, was already partially destroyed by the time um, we bought it at Walmart. Just the wear and tear from a seven-year-old carrying it into an arena and got a little bit worse. And I, I was like, I just, we'll just tape it. You know, we'll we'll eventually just tape the box and it'll be fine. And by the time Randy got it handed back, the people on, on Twitter were noticing it. Like, I tell you, wrestling fans are crazy. Like, I know everybody from every sport or some sort of fan base, they've got fans that are hardcore. But like, these fans were hardcore. Like, people were losing their ever-loving mind, mostly collectors, because I agree. Look, if Randy would have signed that in paint pen last night, oh, my God, it would have looked great. But then again, honestly didn't expect it to happen. I just did it like I got a couple Sharpies for the pictures. I said, yeah, we can take the action figure. I didn't tell Bayless because you don't want to tell a kid you don't think it's going to get signed. But then it did get signed, and I can imagine it, it was a it was a lose lose situation for me with internet trolls because I give it a black sharpie and they crapped on it because I how come bro didn't have a paint pen? But if I let me let me tell you something, if I would have had a paint pen and Randy would sign that thing with a paint pen last night, oh I would have been a hundred percent confirmed eBayer. I mean no doubt about it because uh, he knows too much. And, yeah, I've collected autographs and memorabilia for 10 years. 
If you go into my 17-year-old's room right now, he's got signed Titans and NBA and not much wrestling stuff, but NBA and Titans all over the place. You know, don't sound like a lot of – now, listen, when I wouldn't – at times a few years ago when I sold some stuff that because I had amassed so much Titan stuff, I'd sell some Titan stuff here and there. Because how much crap do you really need? But as far as hustling to go do that, dude, I'm sitting front row. I'm not well off. I don't have a lot of money. But if I'm sitting front row at Monday Night Raw, the last thing I'm doing is hustling action figures the next day on eBay. I'm probably okay enough that I'm, I don't have to stock celebrities to get them to sign their autographs. I don't have to pay front row seats to hope to get autographs so I can pay for my, pro, you know, pay for my trip the next day. It ain't happening. People are pathetic that said that. Bro really had his kid get autographs uh, so he could pay for the trip. No, my job paid for my trip. My side hustle that I work at every day paid for that trip. You know, people, and, I, and you know, a lot of people were just trolling and to be trolling. That's fine, whatever. But I'm like, some people like, what pissed me off was the most, like, and I didn't get pissed off. Lindsay got pissed off. Some other my friends took up for me, but whatever. It takes a whole lot to push my buttons. But I saw somebody this morning was like, and you know, I couldn't find it. Thank God for this guy because I was going to bury him on here, but. He's like, little prick didn't even smile. Little prick didn't even say thank you. Okay, I'll give you the say thank you part. Um, the smiling part, listen, we try to t do our kids really good on Christmas. So imagine how I feel when we, I feel like we've knocked it out of the park with the help of Santa, of course, and give Bayless good presents, and he don't even smile. Like, we used to have a thing when he was a kid, when me and Lindsay and Waylon would do a selfie and Bayless, with, and we'll, we'll do the Bayless. We'll just do the most serious face we can do. But when he met Big E and those guys at SmackDown, you know, on January 22, dude, the boy's face just lit up. You can tell all night he looks bored to death. But when that when, when Big E come through and, and dapped him up, like the kid's face is just, you can't. And that's what, I mean, you can't put a price tag on it. That's what made me want to get front row this time. People's like, look, you don't know who CM Punk is. He don't know who Randy Orton is. He fell asleep before Saturday night, before Survivor Series could end. So when we got to eat breakfast, eating breakfast Sunday morning, I was like, hey, dude, Orton and CM Punk come back. We're going to see both of them. And he's like, yes. So, you know, like, don't tell me my kid wasn't excited. People are just such jackasses. Um, so that's everything I heard. Like, But but really, if I was going to sell something on eBay, first off, I don't have to explain a damn thing to those frigging trolls on the Internet. But you think I'm going to get a ripped box an already ripped box and use a black sharpie. I mean, I've been around the industry of selling and reselling and and memorabilia long enough that I know that ain't gonna sell. So he people are crazy. Uh, eBay for dad. He's just gonna take it to eBay. Um, so I tell you what I'm gonna do. Um, I think we should read. We should read some of these posts because these people deserve. I mean, they worked hard tweeting last night so uh tim han rivera said this kid got stuff signed by randy orton and cody rhodes last night sitting front row definitely got his parents money back now i made a pretty lengthy post on that um on that one right there and he uh most people turned on that one okay because people were uh 
I found that one. <laughs> I, I found his post and uh, commented on it. And so I commented. I said, I'm proud to say that's me and my kid. He's keeping all the stuff, including what CM Punk signed after the show. No industry plant. No make-a-wish. That was another thing. People kept saying he's an industry plant. They paid him to be there. Uh, he's got to be a make-a-wish. It's staged. So I said, no industry plant, no make-a-wish, no staged. I just take my oldest son. I used to take my oldest son, and he's grown up on me, so that was my middle child. I told him not to shove stuff out there and sell for high fives, and maybe we could get stuff signed for him at the, at the dark match. But obviously he didn't listen, LOL. I said, he's a, he's a bashful kid. Even when he's excited, he doesn't look it. Imagine getting those reactions as a parent for, on Christmas. But definitely not selling. My kids have always kept stuff from shows and signings. If I was going to sell, we would have used paint, pen, and a non-rip box. Sorry to spell any internet rumors. We're just out here to make memories, not money. And that that's the main thing I've been saying all day. I was like, I don't, like, I've, I can pay my bills and still get to enjoy life. I'm not hurting bad enough that I'm going to buy these pricey front row seats only to flip an action figure. It, it's crazy to me. So all that shit was on the internet all day long. So, uh, now that guy I ended up talking to, and a lot, a lot of these people, once I kind of put a few comments like, no, he's keeping on himself. Uh, everybody's like, pretty cool. Because everybody's keyboard warriors till they called back out. Um, now, Anthony Giovanni Brewster, who looks like Uncle Phil's illegitimate child. Um, kid, mad he signed it to him. No value at all now. LMFAO. Guess an adult who got that kid to ask for signatures are pretty mad now. Kid couldn't say just sign an order and would know it's for some memorabilia nut. LOL. It took me 20 minutes to dis dissect that to be able to read it out loud. Huh. Um, Nick Hollister says, wow, you got it all figured out, huh? Kid's dad gave him a figure and a ripped box to get autographed for the plain black Sharpie resale. How did you become so, so smart? And another guy, Aaron, said, you're complaining about a little kid. What is the matter with you? That's a fact. Um, then... Now listen, my names on everything are my initials. Dre Kennedy 83, DR Kennedy 83, DR whatever 1983, Dustin Kennedy. It's really hard for me to wrap my mind. Listen, guys, you want to talk about growth? Because 2023, me looking 40 in the face, was very diplomatic, very chill on these replies, if I replied at all. Boy, I just, I have the ability to cut people so bad. I am ruthless. When I find your weakness, I can be very mean. I can roast people like nobody's business, and I just decided not to. But when people have whole-ass Facebook and Twitter and Instagram pages dedicated to people, and I'm the bad guy for letting my 7-year-old get an autograph signed, what in the hell is wrong with this? I mean, these people have fan pages dedicated to this girl is at your best girl 730, and her um, Instagram is, or Twitter name is All I Want for Christmas is Hook, who is Taz's son in AEW. And she comments, yeah, for dad to sell on eBay, gross. No. No. Your obsession with Hook is gross, okay? Um, but I just commented and said, no, it's all, it's all his, bud. Um. Beyond, at Beyond the Wops on X, the artist formerly known as Twitter, um, his parents are going to make a big bag off of eBay. Now, this is my man, at Beyond the Wops. 
His description on Twitter is, I'm a number one casual pro wrestling fan from a land down under, but not that one. Location, Disappointment Island, joined in January 2023. Now, he's a casual wrestling fan, but my man live tweets every single show. If he's not going to feud with Shinsuke or Seth, then what the F is Punk actually going to do? Hashtag WWE Raw. As a joke before Cody came on, I said, what if Shinsuke's promos have been about Cody? Hashtag WWE Raw. My man is live tweeting every single WWE show to his mass following of zero followers. That's right. Real influential fellow, my buddy, at Beyond Wops. So, um, man. Well, I didn't lose sleep over that one. Then we got my friend... Let's see what the name is here. Ronan1121 at Road Ambassador. Oh, yes. You mean his dad. Yeah, the dad got the action figure signed. My man's cover photo is of Cody Rhodes. His description of himself is, I am a Cody Rhodes enthusiast since 2016. Oh, my God. Oh. How many times do you think this cat gets a little a week? Good following. Got a great following here. 700 and something followers. Um, can't tell what the profile picture is. But, yeah, Cody Rhodes. Now, y'all know me. Y'all know I love Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, I would never put Shaquille O'Neal enthusiast since 1992. Some people really need to come out of their bedroom every now and then. Industry Plant 100% by Peter KV. And someone says, definitely not. I know them small-town guys. That's my boy Josh Scott. And he goes, well, damn, that's awesome. Luckiest kid I've ever seen on the screen to get two autographs during the entrance. He'll remember that. So, yeah, not mad at that comment. Um, Stylist Surgeon, hashtag Flashpack at Inwart Studios. says, Say thank you. No one teaches manners. And this guy, he's a little bit of a loose cannon on his Twitter. But I'll agree with that. I told Bayless as soon as it was over, once Randy walked off, I was like, dude, you got to say thank you. Uh but this guy named Bryce at Bryce123317 said, yeah, I get that, but I only imagine being that age. I would still be shell-shocked that he even noticed me. I don't think I'd even be able to move my mouth. So, you know, Bryce is what I'd call a normal person with a normal rationale. That's a, that's a rational thought process. Um, that's going on eBay, Dad, from NoelGRC14, hashtag Rip Bray Wyatt. Telling you, these people's lives revolve around professional wrestling. And I'm the bad guy for getting my kid an autograph. I just, I don't know what's wrong with this scene. Um, Nature Valley Bar, with his massive influence of three followers, uh, he was talking some trash on there. I, I guess it wasn't enough that I didn't screenshot it. King Cage 11 said, uh, said some stuff. Uh... I can almost guarantee his dad is doing that so he can sell it later. Did the same with Cody. Well, I'm just a prick. I'm just, God forbid, someone like me that loves spending time with their kids. What is wrong with me <laughs> taking my kids to get autographs and seeing pro wrestling heroes in, in person? But my favorite one, that's, this is the one that really, that's kid, that kid, well, that's kids' parents. Should be embarrassed. So good proper grammar there by my friend. L. Wendell, 1990. 
which Curtis Rich said, I know that kid's parents very well. He should be embarrassed because his kid got an autograph. I'm happy for the kid. He's having a damn good night. Imagine being jealous of a child. And other people said, how? Question mark. You're high, right? I mean, those people are just, my man's miserable. I've looked at a lot of these Twitter accounts. and Just miserable, miserable folks. He is the home of pulp. Arctic monkeys relish in a real northerner. So, yeah, sounds like a pretty enticing uh, page for me to, you know, to follow. Incubus X Succubus at Swag Vibes. He wanted autographs whole night, question mark. Is it bad that he showed no emotion leading to me thinking his parents sent him so they can steal all the autographs after? Am I offended by that? No. I'm offended that you don't know that steal is S-T-E-A-L and not S-T-I-L-L. That's one thing I mean, I'm, I'm uh, upset about. I'm upset that your profile picture and cover photo are both female anime. Oh, save, save some women for the rest of us, killer. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, just in case you hadn't been out of your mom's basement in November yet, it's cold. It's, uh, maybe go back in until April. We'll see you then. Make sure you keep uh, Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon cards uh, fresh off the shelves at eBay. Oh, jeez. Wrestling fan. Uh, at Golden Era 2004, WWE Golden Era. Hashtag give divas a chance. Hashtag women roll rumble. Hashtag thank you, Trish. Hashtag WWE Raw with Trish status as her profile cover and pin photos. That's not psycho at all. As if these kids aren't spoiled enough. Okay. All right. Spoiled is uh, S-P-O-I-L-E-D, by the way. Ignorant. Um, my friend Jack Haley, I wonder how these kids learn about wrestlers they never saw. Insinuating, again, that probably that was for me and not for Bayless. So, um, well, there's a thing called the WWE Network um, that you can pay for like nine ninety nine a month, and they have all the coverage of every wrestling event ever uh, at Slim Kelly NC. That is how exactly my kids found out about it. Um, just a shot in the dark. A lot of other people probably found out about people from the generation before them. Um, what's funny is I, these are wrestling fans. I'm not saying anything about wrestling fans because I'm a wrestling fan. But at least five times a night when I go to a wrestling, whether it be Raw, SmackDown, AEW, a pay-per-view, I think to myself as they, they start chanting and they look like they haven't showered in days sometimes. And I will say, what in the hell is wrong with these people? And then I have like a, a come to Jesus meeting with myself like 10 seconds later. I'm like, no, dude, what the hell is wrong with you? You're amongst them. You're no better. <laughs> but there is a level. There's like normal wrestling fans and there's, but I'm going to tell you something. If I hope like hell that none of those people that told me I was in the wrong for making my kid get autographs, making as in he wanted to, how many of those people you think wear championship belts? The big $400 belts, $300 belts, whatever. Like, how many of those guys who were hating on me were walking around Bridgestone Arena last night strapped, just ready to defend that thing 24-7? Winged Eagle, big gold championship, the wide intercontinental title for Cody Rhodes. I mean, like, how many of those big boys was packing 25 pounds of gold last night just ready to defend at the drop of a hat? Just waiting for Adam Pierce to say, and now coming out of the crowd, neck beard with a black T-shirt. I mean, Jesus Christ, come on, man. That's where, that's where I draw the line. 
You know, I can take all the hate you give me, but I I will not be made fun of by a neck beard and a black shirt living in his mom's basement, carrying around a, a, a world heavyweight championship at a wrestling show. Kick rocks. Kick rocks. These people are acting like I was at the airport at baggage claim going, Randy, Randy, will you sign my kids? Eight by ten? Four action figures and a pop? No. I was front in row. What else are you going to do in your front row? I mean, you should have some perks that everybody up in the up in the 300s don't get. I mean, just, I don't know. And I love it. I love everything about the, the business of it. But it's funny, I was in a, a store called Pop Cold the day at Opry Meals, and I'm like, what is this? Like, Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Dungeon Dragons. I'm like, well, I mean, I talked to myself a lot, and I was like, yeah, but Dustin, you watch wrestling. So it's like that post, you know, Dona, don't criticize me because you're, you sin differently than I do. It's like, don't make fun of being a nerd when you're also a nerd. Like, if you watch pro wrestling literally your entire life like I have, you can't hardly make fun of somebody for, you know, playing some, I mean, I don't even know what it is anymore, but, you know. Any kind of nerdy, what I would consider a nerdy game. And a lot of the stuff I just mentioned, I would consider nerdy. Um, but yeah, so Bayless, at least Bayless knew who Randy Orton CM Punk was. He was excited to get their autograph. I can't imagine if those people saw the post and when Bayless was three weeks old, he met Shaquille O'Neal while he was asleep. Can you imagine the hate I would get out of that? Little bro don't even know he's awake, meaning Shaq Diesel. God, dad's obsessed. Well, at the time, yeah, of course. But at the time, I, you, you don't know when you're ever going to see Shaquille O'Neal again. So if you get your, yeah, so what? He was three weeks old at the time. Then he then he advanced a few months later being awake when Marcus Mariota, the Titans starting quarterback at the time, met him underneath the tunnel. And, I, you know, I, I would love to see what, what they what people said about that stuff. Um, but overall, you know, uh, I have scoured social media off and on today and just typed in Randy Orton kid. You know, for every five comments you get of somebody being rude, I mean, you get 200 of, of people being sweethearts and knowing it's a cool moment, knowing obviously what uh, what it means to me to be able to hang with my kid in that capacity. You know, I'm, And I'm sure there will be more and more tweets and Facebook posts and stories that will come out that I'll see and, but for now, yeah, just some girl texted me today and said, thank you for being so cool and laid back on here. I don't think I could do the same. It's just not worth it. Again, I could really cut deep on some of these Twitter. You know, if you look at their Twitter page, you can cut deep on some of these people, but, you know, what's the, what's the sense? So, anyway, overall, great time. Somebody said, uh, my man got Cody and, uh, and, and uh, Orton. Watch, I bet he gets CM Punk. So you best believe. After we had a selfie with CM Punk and got an autograph when the, when the show was over, I tried to send that to as many people as I could that, that were on that post. I just I, I didn't even think just me by me commenting would uh, would be good enough. So I started tagging people that had said something about CM Punk. Hell yeah, yeah, you damn right. Yeah, we met him. So anyway, fun night with Bayless at Monday Night Raw and David Buster's, and uh, we'll uh, we'll take a quick break and come back on the other side with some uh, with some. Uh, more recent news. Let me uh, take, a, take a brief second here, show a little love to one of our sponsors here on North Springs Sessions, Helen's Restaurant, Highway 56 in Gainesboro. Uh, Helen's Restaurant has been serving Jackson County since 1987. 
with the same family management from the start. Carol and Kristen could hook you up with any meal from any number of people. Uh, and they have their famous Christmas display up from now until January. So yeah, give them a call. Go visit them. Uh, Helen's Restaurant, Gainesboro. So I actually did, after we talked a little bit, I remember Kristen saying they were going to be on. Uh, they were going to be open from 10:30 to 2:30 on Thanksgiving Day. Well, we had already done all of Lindsay's family's the weekends prior. We weren't doing mine until the following. So I had Thanksgiving wide open. I'd hunted for a little while, and then I come home. Lindsay was about ready to take a nap. She's slobbering on her pillar watching a crime show. You know, some sort of investigation. And so I was like, "Screw it! It's lunchtime. I'm going to Helen's." And of course, four-piece fish can't you can't beat it. Never had a bad four-piece fish ever there. And, they're coming to my work this Friday, so I'm looking forward to seeing the uh, the Helens family. So, yeah, um, let them know that uh, I sent you. I'm sure you go on your own accord if you're around here anyway, but if not, let me uh, tell them you heard it on the podcast. All right, thanks to Helens for that. I did want to read off this. This is just something I looked up. If I did want to sell a Randy Orton figure, a Cody Rhodes 8x10 or a CM Punk uh, 8x10, you can't go by what people are selling them for. They're asking price on eBay. It doesn't matter. you got to go to the filter, type in sold. So a Randy Order Elite sold for $99.95, one bid yesterday. No other action figures of Randy Orton have been sold on eBay since November the 1st. That was when one Elite action figure went for a whopping, unaffordable $33 on 10 bids. Okay. Also got Cody Rose to sign an 8x10. Right now those 8x10s can range anywhere from $39 or best offer, $59 or best offer, $41, $40. All right. Well, hope I didn't take anything out of the paycheck of anybody who's concerned about me selling anything. CM Punk's 8x10s are a little more pricey, but those aren't for sale at my house either. So people, uh, people are something else, man. Tell you what. Um, talking about something else, um, not going to spend a lot of time on it. I suck at deer hunting. I never cared about hunting as a kid. Um, I try more as I get older, as an adult, to pretend like I like hunting, but I'm out on cold weather. Like I'm, like It's 20 degrees out there right now. Until that changes, I'm going to be a crappy bastard from here till March or April. Uh, try to lay, you know, try to get them to lay down over there when I want to hunt. You know, if I had a $80,000 Tahoe, five deer if i just got it right off the lawn or went and washed it five deer is going to come run straight out of a field and try to commit suicide on your side door and that's okay but they don't uh they don't come out during hunting season and that was my segue to say i spent four days of the first of thanksgiving hunting don't love it don't even pretend to but uh, most people have, you know, I didn't have friends that really wanted to hunt. My dad didn't go hunting, so I really didn't have that because I was, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, me and my dad didn't do a lot of stuff together. He was a big hunter. You know, I think that was influence. Like, if I'd have been hanging out with my dad and he was hunting and showing me stuff, then maybe I would be a big hunter. But uh, just, uh, I had to stop for a second, man. It, like I said, it got late out here. I trashed the first episode earlier, nodding off, yawning out here, just trying to finish this podcast, trying to trying to gut through it, trying to will my way through this podcast, just being sleepy, heavy-eyed. But, yeah, big ups to all you men who do hunt. Like I said, my, my dad, we, we didn't hang out. My dad was a good dad, but as far as doing father-son, like, 
a lot of things. We, we, we didn't do a whole lot like that, so I just never learned about hunting from a young age. And uh, now I'm so far behind the eight ball. And I try to go. Waylon's a dead eye. He, he shoots deer like he does three-pointer. And he just don't get to go enough between basketball and, and work. But, yeah, it's uh, froze to death. Like, it, like if I'm going to sit up there, if I'm going to get up at 4.30, 5 o'clock every single day to go hunting, and freeze my butt off. I need to see a deer. I don't care if I if I see sixteen and miss seventeen of them. At least I had some action going on in the field. Everybody's like, I'll send out a Snapchat in my field. And they're like, Oh, you got a beautiful place to hunt. But don't do a hell of a lot of good if there ain't deer running around on it. So I need somebody to come hang out with me. Let's go hunting. And uh, yeah, come down. Teach me, the, teach me the trick of the trade. I don't. I don't know, man. I just Waylon was at the grocery store the other day working, telling my buddies like, Dad sucks at hunting. But you can't say that if you don't see them. I, I got to see them before you can decide whether I suck at hunting or not. You're out of the wheel. <laughs> so, uh, last couple things to talk about. I do hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's always a pretty chill atmosphere and environment. It seems like people's not rushing as much as they are at Christmas and other things. Thanksgiving's kind of the forgotten holiday because we all celebrate Thanksgiving so hard and they go straight into Christmas tree cakes. Uh, at, you know, in the uh, in the stores on the shelves, people playing Christmas music. I hate the cold weather. I mean, you see what Herb has done to my sinuses, allergies, and I'll be a crabby bastard for about three months of the sun sun starts coming out again. So, not my favorite. And uh, so, if you did, you know, whatever you did, uh, I I just hung out on the farm, rode my Ranger, hung out with my family, just as much needed downtime. Uh, we did go to Opry Mills the last day, right before I had to go back to work. We went Opry Mills, which is like not good when you go on tax-free weekend or like you know Black Friday shopping this year. Even though I think people have improved that, you know, trying to murder each other over dollar seventy-nine dish rags. Uh, we took. We were leaving that morning, and the little boys were going to go with us. Or as the annoying women in the world say, the littles, the littles. Ugh, yeah, that's sickening. Our little kids were going, and Lindsay said, "I can't handle both of them. Won't you see if uh, since you, since he's going with you tomorrow, won't you see if your dad will keep bailing for a while? I can handle Jack." Well, about two hours later, Jack is touching everything in Opry Mills, being a complete psycho. And I said, "I believe we took the wrong kid, Lindsay. Shut up. He's fine. I just can't get him to watch his tablet." I said, "I bet Bayless is being a, is a sweet little angel right now, down at Paul and Linda's." Uh. So we went, uh, we were Opry Mills to do some shopping. Also to take back that hideous shirt, the hideous brown shirt I had to take for family pictures. Uh, it had to be taken back to Green Hills because we took it in the gap in uh, Opry Mills, and they said, no, we can't take it back here. It's actually uh, still a, a fully priced shirt, so you got to take it all the way to Green Hills. And Green Hills fancy, boy. That's highfalutin. That's bougie, as they call. And... Before we went home that or left home that day, Lindsay's like, "What do you What are you wearing?" I said, "I'm just gonna wear my Under Armour sweatpants and a hoodie." She goes, "That's not like you, you know." I'm I'm the grandson of Barry Kendall. He's looking sharp right now. It's eleven o'clock, and I guarantee he's still looking sharp. So there's a lot of pressure, but <laughs> no, not really. But I, I said, I told myself, I said, "I'm gonna be comfortable." So Lindsay's like, "It's just not very Dustin Kennedy-ish. It's not you to wear sweatpants and a pullover." So I go back here and change come out. You know, Lindsay's like, I'm ready. As she's wearing, you guessed it, wind pants and a pullover. So I don't know what difference it is between her wearing it and me wearing it. 
for her to say I was tacky looking or out of style. She's got the same damn outfit on, just about different colors. Um, so of course she's irate when the Gap. Can't believe Gap's still a thing, by the way. What's next? Tommy Hilfiger taking back over the world. I think it's already in the early stages, right? So, um, yeah, they tell her that you know, you bought that from a actual legitimate store, not an outlet. So you have to return to an outlet. So here, at Green Hills, we go. If we've been at Opry Mills all day long, me and me and uh, Jack stay in the car. Lindsay come out. She goes. They mark everything up. The sh same shirt that was set twenty dollars there, seventy dollars there. I was like, "Well, you're in Green Hills, honey. Surprised you run into Keith Urban in there." And, and it's funny because I don't get into a pissing contest. Like it's just not me. If you have something nice, I'll assume either a you worked really hard for it, or b you're eyeball deep in debt. And it's okay if you are because you still got nice things. And I just don't understand that. Like. If my buddy's got a 2017, you know, if I was driving a, a 17 Silverado and he comes in with a 19 Silverado, I'm not the type of friend that goes buys a 21 or 22 model just to keep up with you. Yeah, that's that's exhausting. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not here to compete with anybody, uh, you know, in this life or anything. So if you want to have all the debt in the world and you want all that, good on you. But um, I say all that to say, my vehicle right now because I just couldn't help but laugh. We were at a red light and look over and there's an Outer Banks SUV. Ahead of us is a Jaguar and then a Mercedes was pulling out of the parking lot we were pulling into. And I'm like, Lindsay, do you think any of them want a piece of the badass Nissan Versa? Now, we don't have a Nissan Versa. It's a rental car right now and I made a boo-boo. Uh, I had my brakes done and I forgot to, the, the mechanic didn't fix them but he did, in his fairness to him, he did yell at me say, Tap those brakes a few times before uh, before you go down the hill. And I put it in reverse, and I didn't stop until I hit something. So yeah, uh, my insurance company told me where I could get a rental. And uh, my insurance pays exactly for a Nissan Versa <laughs> with power everything. No tinted windows, power windows, power door locks. None of that. None of that's happening on my Nissan Versa. So it was just it was it was quite the uh, visual to see a Jaguar, then a Nissan Ber a Versa four door now it is four door ten windows uh, not happening, but uh, so far so good in the W. Uh, shoot, I was reading <laughs> I was reading the text. Uh, we we knew we were in a pretty high fluid part of town because I I've never seen an Outer Banks in Cookville I don't think you don't see a lot of Jaguars you see Mercedes and stuff like that but I just started laughing and. Then I said, the real question is, who's going to take this shirt back in to, uh, to the Gap in Green Hills? She, uh, she goes, where do you want to? I said, no, I don't want to get out. I said, but look at the way we're dressed. I said, I already feel like we're getting frowned down upon for driving a Nissan Versa with no power windows, no power door locks, no tinted windows. Uh, I already feel like people are looking down on us from that. And I said, I don't care. I said, but... I said, look at your outfit. I said, you look like you're going to a, a PTO meet on a Tuesday night at Gainesville Elementary. I said, look at me with my baggy blue jeans and an Oilers throwback hoodie. Look like I was going to the Titans game and I uh, got sold some fake tickets uh, and couldn't get in the arena. And I'm just scouting, you know, trying to find something else to do. Uh, I don't want to go in. So she was in and out and did not see Keith Urban. But it was just funny. It was just funny because, you know, we're used to going to Opry Mills. But now – I'm not scared about anything. I've got street cred back from when I grew up going to Rivergate Mall. People, they used to let us, as school trips, get dropped off at Rivergate. They didn't love us. 
no one loved us <laughs> so um yeah so it was uh it was cool to see green hills mall and all that stuff and people just looking over and it's just like how how materialistic are you when you're like we're at a red light and somebody look over and they're looking down like and you know they're judging your nissan versa because you're in green hills and like what they don't know about me is i drove a cavalier hell like driving a versus a luxury car after you drive a, a cavalier you know i wasn't a picky i wasn't a i wasn't a kid who had to have the best just like i'm an adult don't have to have the best uh but I do think Rick set me up because he's like, here's this car I found. It's a 96 Cavalier. You know, basically Rick didn't want to have grandchildren in high school. He was like, what can I buy this boy where he better talk a hell of a game or he ain't about to get laid? Yep, that's it. Cherry Apple Red 1996 Chevy Cavalier. That'll get the job done. He'll be celibate. <laughs> uh, well, I, I can't think of anything else really. Uh we covered quite a bit of ground. This uh, this new episode's about 17 minutes longer than the other one. And, you know, before we wrap up, just uh, once again, give a, give a little bit of love to the sponsor, Helen's Restaurant, Gainesville, Tennessee, Highway 56. Helen's has been a, serving Jackson County since 1987 with the same family management from the start. Carol and Kristen hook you up with any meal for any number of people. Uh, they do have a food truck. They do cater. So uh, they also have their famous Christmas uh, display up until now, until January. So big thank you to that family for supporting North Spring Sessions podcast with DK. A uh, couple last things. Be on the lookout. Early 2024, I was on Michael Aker's It's Your Business show that airs exclusively on WCTE, the uh, PBS Channel 2 affiliate here in Cookville. I'll give you a heads up what that's going to be. We just got together. Thanks, to, uh, Kelly Hunter, for setting that up and hope. And, uh Basically, just talk about the festival, the growth, what you expect from, from uh, you know, upcoming years. Uh, also, if you don't have tickets, there's still tickets. My wife, Camille, hands the ticket money, and she wanted money to go see the Andy Murphy show. And he said, Phil Florn Filth. Sorry. Uh, so if you want tickets, see Jason Needy, Addison Johnson. And we just added Justin Wells to that thing. Thursday, December 21st. Uh, doors at 430. Show begins at 630. Uh, there are dining room options for $10 only on eventbrite.com. Uh, you're not going to be able to see, but you can, you'll be able to hear the whole thing. So, All right, well, that show was uh, pretty good. I'm nodding off, man. I'm so tired. I didn't get any sleep last night from coming back from wrestling, and it's been a busy day today. So, uh, yeah, just thank you guys, everybody that's listening, and I will talk to you guys soon.